Hey folks, welcome to a new episode of Rawcast AD. I'm your host, Doug, and last week I teased the possibility of making the focus of this episode about Ethan Nickturn's book, The Road Home, A Contemporary Exploration of the Buddhist Path. And Ethan Nickturn, um, he's like a teacher, more or less. I forget his title, and I could do a better job, look it up, and that way sound more credible, more uh, knowledgeable when I'm talking about it. But it's um, it, this is a selfish path, going down uh, r- the path of reading Ethan Nickturn's books about Shambhala Buddhism. It's for my own self-benefit, really. Um, but I, I was hoping to be able to talk about this in depth in this episode, and what I found is that I can't read books like this as quickly as I can fiction and retain the information. You know, this this almost feels like a philosophical textbook for living a better life. And so I'm having to take bite-sized pieces out of it because the teachings in these pages, I feel it's necessary to take them and ruminate on them instead of just fly through it and see what sticks. And admittedly, I could have spent more time over the past week reading this book, and instead I went down a rabbit hole. And I'm not sure if uh, listeners of this podcast are Star Wars fans, but as a kid, I absolutely loved Star Wars. You know, in grade school, loved the original trilogy, had to have the action figures, as I developed a love for reading, slowly got some of the expanded universe Star Wars books. Of course, the prequels came out. And I mean, that was, I was the target market for that. So when the prequels came out as like a 10 year old, I was in fucking heaven. I got to see Star Wars on the big screen again. And, you know, eventually th- life gets busy. You kind of let go of some things. Then they, decide to make some new movies. So you get kind of excited because it's Star Wars on the big screen again, and you really don't like what you're seeing on the big screen with the newer movies. But uh, never really bothered to check out The Clone Wars or Star Wars Rebels, the animated shows. Fell away from reading the Star Wars books, even though maybe five years ago... I just burned through audiobook after audiobook, all within the Star Wars Expanded Universe while I was working at a machine shop. And uh, that was it. Every now and then I would try to get the kids to watch a Star Wars movie with me, tried to see if they would maybe develop an interest in it. You know, I'm not going to force my interest on my kids. I'm going to let them be them, but there are some things I would like to share. You know, so far they love the video games from when I was a kid. They, you know, a lot of the music I've played, a lot of the m- movies in general. So there was hope for Star Wars, and meh, they definitely don't enjoy it as much as I do. Um, but what started to unite us was the Mandalorian. And the, in our household, with my wife working second shift, just me with the boys on Friday evenings. Uh, we made it special because we would either have fish fry or pizza on Friday nights. 
And once the food was ready, we'd bust out the TV trays and sit down and watch Mandalorian. Once the episode was over, we would talk about what we liked or disliked about the episode. And it it really made Star Wars, like, cemented the value within me, being able to make those Friday nights special. And so about halfway through season two of The Mandalorian... Uh, we realized that there was only going to be eight episodes, just like last season. So I was like, man, you know, I want these Fridays to be special week in and week out. Like, it's important to make something feel special. You know, you know, develop your own little tradition. And I felt like I did that with my kids in The Mandalorian. Even my two-year-old Hunter would... He would have to sit on the couch and have a TV tray pulled up to him so he could eat his dinner on the sofa like the rest of us. Not that I'm teaching my kids to be lazy fat asses, but Friday nights were special, all right? (laughs) But so we were disappointed to find out there was only going to be eight episodes. And then we noticed that around episode five, the tension in the storyline was really building. So episode six was even better, like it not better, but even more tense than the previous episode. And the tension just kept building and building up until we got to uh, episode eight of season two, The Rescue. And I'll admit, folks, uh, I am actually on my fifth attempt at recording this episode because what happened in the rescue on Mandalorian season two finale. It hit me so hard. I didn't see it coming. I mean, I spent four attempts an average of like 15 to 20 minutes each attempt, just trying to really convey how special that season finale of Mandalorian was to people like me. And I just couldn't get it right. Like listening back, it just sounded boring. Or in the middle of me talking, it was like, well, this sounds boring. It's like you're not, I'm using all kinds of words and not able to actually convey the feeling. And so I took to YouTube and I must have watched over 25 reaction videos to the last 10 minutes of the season two finale. And I saw a lot of grown men crying, tears of joy. I watched one YouTuber, and I wish I had written his name down. I saw him start to cry, and he looks into the camera and says, if I had to explain it, you wouldn't understand it. (coughs) And after watching that video, those words resonated with me. So like, if I come across that video again, I'm giving that person a sub... And I'm going to come back and say his name, or at least his channel, handle, whatever, on this podcast. Because even though not many people listen to this right now, I still feel I owe this person the respect for finding the words that I couldn't. You know, you know, we're talking the possibility of 80 minutes of recording time where I just could not grasp what I was trying to share with you. So if I had to explain it, you wouldn't understand it. 
So if you are a lifelong Star Wars fan and you haven't watched The Mandalorian, check it out. You know, I I I see these the reaction videos of course like ruin the ending and shit like that, so I would not suggest doing that. I would suggest actually sitting down and watching it yourself. And for those of you that do watch The Mandalorian, uh I hope you felt how I felt by the end of that episode. And I just got to, the way I could, the only way I can describe how I felt was I was streaming tears of joy down my cheeks, feeling like I was fucking eight years old again. I mean, Peyton Reed, um, John Favreau, Dave Filoni, what they have done with Star Wars is really get what George Lucas was trying to do. And that's each one of these stories should end with a feeling of hope. And I I feel like, let's be real, Episode 7 wasn't terrible. Episode 8 was just downright appalling. I know people that think uh, the sequel trilogy is good. They're like, it's Star Wars. I love Star Wars, so therefore I love those movies. I'm not trying to take that away from you. But I felt almost jaded after watching Episode Eight and seeing what they did with a certain character. And so Dave Filoni and John Favreau really brought back the love for Star Wars that I had as a little kid. They actually made me feel like I had childlike wonder once more. And what it did was rekindle my love for Star Wars. So by that point, a friend had suggested months and months ago that I should watch the animated Clone Wars series. And I started to watch it. You know, I ended up watching something like the first four and a half seasons, I want to say. Not that that matters, but like I watched about half of it and then just kind of stopped watching it. But the Mandalorian season finale would just hit me so damn hard. I found myself spending two or three days watching reaction videos. Not like it was actually a full 24 hours, but I'm just saying over the course of three days, I was still looking at Mandalorian season finale reaction videos because I don't have many people in my social circle that are big star Wars fans. Um, not, not complaining or anything, but it just, it was, It was so profound. It hit me so hard, and I had nobody to share it with that completely understood the feeling. So I turned to the YouTube reaction videos, which once upon a time, I was like, who would want to watch that? Well, here I am (laughs) watching these reaction videos. But the whole thing did rekindle my love of Star Wars so that I was actually interested in sitting down to keep watching the Clone Wars series. And then that show got immensely good. And now I am a true Dave Filoni fan. 
even John Favreau, he plays a, a character in the Clone Wars. I think that's actually how those two met. Um, but so I finished the Clone Wars, and I absolutely loved it. Like I am actually once again in love with Star Wars, and I think it's fucking amazing. <laughs> you know, I I actually feel passionate about something, and it is so irre- irrelevant and frivolous. Like, oh, a Star Wars fan. But you know what? I feel good about loving Star Wars again, and it's a good enough feeling that I'm just accepting it. And so lately, uh, if you listen to the last two episodes, I want to say, I talk about how I'm about to run into kind of a brick wall, financially speaking. And there's no good way out of it. And so I've had to do a lot of discussing with my wife about um, once I take my pay cut, not by choice, if you've listened to the episodes. I'm not choosing to lose this income. It's being taken away from me. And we had to look at all the different options for what would be best for the family moving forward to you know, adjust for that and keeping in mind that my wife works second shift. And, you know, taking a look at the budget, there's a strong possibility that this podcast, Rockcast AD, uh, may, we may have to shut down the SoundCloud account. Uh, I just, I can't, I don't think I'm, after next month, I don't think I'm going to be able to justify uh, spending the money on keeping this account active. And so right now, we're mulling over the idea of either putting Rawcast on hiatus once again, uh, just being done with it altogether, or moving it to a YouTube channel uh, because we do have the equipment for the video podcast and YouTube doesn't charge us a monthly fee like SoundCloud does. So it's it's a tough call right now. I'm Like I said, I'm mulling it over, kind of hanging in the balance before making a decision. But so we could either move it to YouTube, and it'd be more of a time commitment, me putting it on video. Uh, we put it on hiatus. That's I mean, that's ultimately it. Even if you quit, it's just an indefinite hiatus. But I don't necessarily want to do that, so I'm having a very difficult time thinking about that. But of course, in, with given the circumstances and the constraints, uh, somehow my wife and I came to a point in the discussion that, you know, instead of me finding a different job, uh, maybe we should look into the possibility of me doing a podcast on YouTube. Yes, starting a third podcast. Hey, you're going to lose about $600 a month in income. What are you going to do in response? <laughs> Start another podcast. But so I'm I'm thinking about it. Uh the difficulty here is do I actually launch a third podcast on YouTube where I talk about Star Wars or should I just transition Rawcast into basically um, indulging in my in the Star Wars universe 
Uh, so basically getting back into reading the Expanded Universe books, getting a little more buffed up on the history of Star Wars, because it is an enormous franchise, an enormous galaxy. When you think about it, George Lucas really kind of laid a relatively small footprint in a galaxy, allowing so many other creators to come on board and fill in those empty spaces, kind of like a video game with the map where you have to explore it before it shows up on your map. And so it's it's a definite it's a major franchise, of course, but the universe is huge. And so maybe indulge in the Star Wars universe and continue reading up on philosophy, psychology, sociology, anthropology, yada, 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 yada. Like this, uh, basically, then we can visit the Star Wars stories, talk about them a little bit, and then basically kind of take a socio- sociological and psychological lens to what we're looking, you know, the stories that we're talking about. Because there is some amazing depth with it. And Dave Filoni made me realize this um, towards, I think it was the end of season five when Ahsoka Tano leaves the Jedi Order. It's actually amazing how these characters, despite being animated, are so well-rounded and have so much depth where we're actually seeing a, a moral dilemma, an existential crisis, more or less, of this person, this character in question, and how they're going to react to the circumstances and what the future will bring as a result of those actions. So, I mean, there there is a lot that you can unpack. If you look at old interviews with George Lucas, he does talk about some pretty in-depth social science topics into what inspired him to do things a certain way with his touch on Star Wars. And so I'm wishing I could be talking more about Ethan Nickturn's book, but I'm having to take it in bite-sized pieces so that I can really soak in the information. And since I can only spend about five minutes talking about that, I'm going to hold off on it continue to learn more so far it's fascinating and it's it just is a lot to think about and so i have to give it its proper respects and ruminate on the ideas that i'm learning before i can come to you with a full-fledged episode about it don't know if we're gonna get rid of the soundcloud account transfer this podcast to video and wondering if maybe I should transition Rockast into um, talking about Star Wars using a more or less social science lens, or starting a whole new third podcast apart from that, focusing on Star Wars. And it may seem silly to you, but I enjoy podcasting, even if not many people listen uh, at this point in time, and that. That's all fine and dandy for me. This is this is me time. Like, in a way, this is my meditation, my reflection. So I don't actually feel guilty that this is, in a way, therapy for myself in lieu of 
a licensed professional. But there's a, a fork in the road coming up, and I'm having trouble making my decision. Been sitting on it, thinking about it, letting it stew for about a week. I'm just not sure where my decision-making skills will take us, folks. If you got any feedback on it, I'd be happy to hear it. I see about an average of uh, eight people listen to each episode. SoundCloud doesn't always tell me who these people are. You may not have a SoundCloud account. But if you are a regular listener of the show, I would love to hear what, what, what you may think on this idea. Are these ideas? And for now, I just wanted to present those opportunities and options for moving forward with this. Because again, I love making the podcast, but I can't justify spending the money on SoundCloud each month. And we don't have enough of a following for me to feel good about going through the efforts of starting a Patreon. Uh, So just looking at it statistically, a Patreon doesn't make sense. My 3B, it's hit or miss. A lot of the episodes have (coughs) zero views on YouTube, but we aren't marketing it either. For now, I feel like we're just finding our voice and having a good time making the podcast. And just like with Rawcast as well. (coughs) Holy shit. That came out of nowhere, folks. Sorry about that. Just like Rockass, though, um, I'm not marketing it. I'm I'm just I feel like I'm still kind of finding my voice. All the previous episodes have allowed me to work out some issues uh, or topics that were weighing heavily on my mind. You know, gave me an opportunity to reflect. So I'd still like to continue making this. Don't exactly enjoy the idea of it being on camera uh, because when one gets lost in thought, they sometimes disregard the people that are in the room with them, let alone having to look at a camera. So I may not end up looking at a camera for the most part, and I don't have a presenter's body language. So just those that are other pieces of the puzzle that I'm thinking about and still can't come up with a decision on it. So for right now, I feel like I'm hanging in the balance. Be curious to know what you guys think, you folks think. Um, But for now, yeah, I'm enjoying reading about uh, Shambhala Buddhism through the teachings of Ethan Nickturn. And now I'm starting to watch Star Wars Rebels, since I absolutely loved The Mandalorian uh, and The Clone Wars. And thank you to John Favreau, Dave Filoni, Peyton Reed, and basically everybody that worked on Clone Wars and The Mandalorian to rekindle my love for Star Wars. It may not have any practical value, may not be driving income by loving Star Wars, but it feels good. And sometimes if it feels good, you just go with it. That being said, hopefully this is not the last episode you see uploaded on SoundCloud. But I got some decision-making to do on my end, folks. And with that, 
make the rest of your week worthwhile, and have a good one.